Reading from the Revised Common Lectionary for Friday, August 7, 2020, from the New Living Translation. Psalm 85, verses 8 through 13. I listen carefully to what God the Lord is saying, for he speaks peace to his faithful people. But let them not return to their foolish ways. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him, so our land will be filled with his glory. Unfailing love and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed. Truth springs up from the earth and righteousness smiles down from heaven. Yes, the Lord pours down his blessings. Our land will yield its bountiful harvest. Righteousness goes as a herald before him, preparing the way for his steps. 1 Kings chapter 18, verses 17 through 19 and verses 30 through 40. When Ahab saw him, he exclaimed, So, is it really you, you troublemaker of Israel? I have made no trouble for Israel, Elijah replied. You and your family are the troublemakers, for you have refused to obey the commands of the Lord and have worshipped the images of Baal instead. Now summon all Israel to join me at Mount Carmel, along with the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who are supported by Jezebel. Then Elijah called to the people, Come over here. They all crowded around him as he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been torn down. He took twelve stones, one to represent each of the tribes of Israel, and he used the stones to rebuild the altar in the name of the Lord. Then he dug a trench around the altar large enough to hold about three gallons. He piled wood on the altar, cut the bull into pieces, and laid the pieces on the wood. Then he said, Fill four large jars with water, and pour the water over the offering in the wood. After they had done this, he said, Do the same thing again. And when they were finished, he said, Now do it a third time. So they did as he said, and the water ran around the altar and even filled the trench. At the usual time for offering the evening sacrifice, Elijah the prophet walked up to the altar and prayed, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, prove today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant. Prove that I have done all this at your command. O Lord, answer me, answer me, so these people will know that you, O Lord, are God and that you have brought them back to yourself. Immediately the fire of the Lord flashed down from heaven and burned up the young bull, the wood, the stones, and the dust. It even licked up all the water in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell face down on the ground and cried out, The Lord, He is God! Yes, the Lord is God! Then Elijah commanded, Seize all the prophets of Baal. Don't let a single one escape. So the people seized them all, and Elijah took them down to the Keshon Valley and killed them there. Acts chapter 18 verses 24 through 28. Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, an eloquent speaker who knew the scriptures well, had arrived in Ephesus from Alexandria in Egypt. He had been taught the way of the Lord, and he taught others about Jesus with an enthusiastic spirit and with accuracy. However, he knew only about John's baptism. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him preaching boldly in the synagogue, they took him aside and explained the way of God even more accurately. Apollos had been thinking about going to Achaia, and the brothers and sisters in Ephesus encouraged him to go. They wrote to the believers in Achaia asking them to welcome him. When he arrived there, he proved to be of great benefit to those who, by God's grace, had believed. He refuted the Jews with powerful arguments in public debate. Using the scriptures, he explained to them that Jesus was the Messiah.
The showdown on Mount Carmel between Elijah and the prophets of Baal is one of my favorite stories in the whole Old Testament. I just love the boldness of Elijah in the face of power and threats, and I love how God answers in no uncertain terms. But there was a small piece of this narrative that stuck out to me in a way that I had not really noticed before. When Elijah and King Ahab first come face to face in this story, Ahab is miffed at Elijah. If you recall, the Lord had been punishing the nation of Israel by means of a drought because of the rebellion and the idol worship, and so things were not going well for King Ahab. And Ahab greets Elijah and says to the prophet, Is it really you, the troublemaker of Israel? Elijah replies by saying, Look man, I'm not the one causing any trouble. I'm just speaking and doing as the Lord instructs. You and your family are the ones to blame for the trouble because you've turned your hearts away from God. Elijah is simply a man who is willing to speak truth to power. Now, Typically, this kind of willingness to stand and speak in the face of injustice or misuse of power will brand the messenger as a villain. In the king's mind, Elijah is stirring up trouble and he is facing all kinds of difficulty for it. Those in power in ancient Israel and governments throughout history and unfortunately even in the church today often have a really hard time looking at themselves with humility. Whistleblowers are, are those who are willing to challenge the status quo or challenge the leader's power or influence are branded as rebels or traitors and often suffer for it. So the warning for all of us is to make sure that we are willing to let people speak truth to us without getting angry or defensive. It's a scary thing as evidenced by God's judgment on Mount Carmel to be arrogant in front of the Lord. The encouragement for all of us is to stand on truth and to speak up for what is right. That path is rarely easy and will almost always carry with it consequences, but trouble faced because of faithfulness will always reveal the Lord's hand and presence in miraculous ways. Let's pray. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart, and we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen.